Hello and welcome back to Black Summit's Market Commentary Podcast, where we explore current market dynamics and forces shaping global economic, geopolitical, and financial developments. My name is Ethan, and this is Elni. Welcome. This is our first episode of our weekly series where we will discuss the commentaries that Black Summit releases and what's happening in the markets. On Thursday last week, we released our bi-weekly commentary, The Day After and the Era of Transformation which takes a look at the new reality and what to expect after experiencing the global COVID-19 pandemic. The day after and the era of transformation summaries started off with an article from Bloomberg News speaking out about the approach central banks and governments have done in the decline of the economy in the wake of the global lockdowns. Looking at how he described the government and Fed's approach to the economic instability made me compare that from how they approached the great financial crisis of 08. The S&P 500 fell almost 40% in 2008, Lehman Brothers and Bear Stearns went under, and unemployment reached a high of 10% in October of 09. If you remember, Bush's TARP program focused on purchasing subprime mortgages and bonds of major corporations and banks. Most corporations and banks would pay back the bonds shortly after economic conditions rose. Still, unemployment wouldn't be back to its original numbers in 2007 of 5% until September of 2015, a few months shy of a decade-long recovery. Compared to last year, unemployment numbers rose to 14.8% in April and fell to 6.7% in November of the same year government this round focused on providing aid directly to the middle and lower classes. This has been one of the fastest recoveries, but we still are waiting to see the long-term implications of it. As people spent less money last year being trapped indoors, being provided with stimulus checks, inflation seems to be becoming a critical issue this year as prices for assets continue to rise like lumber. Yeah, I found all of that very interesting as well. There was no stimulus that went directly out to the citizens in the lower middle class in the 2008 crisis. Um, I thought this was a key part to enhance the success um, of the initial shock of COVID-19 pandemic. Um, It made a lot of people lose their jobs, and additional unemployment benefits were a part of the stimulus to give back this money. What was key about the stimulus was that the people who qualified for it So if you just give $1,000 to someone who makes a good living and has plentiful income, it will just go into their savings account. But when you give it to someone in the middle and lower class, they're going to spend it. And that's how the government paid that money back to the economy, because we we want that money circulating. However, there were still many people who focused on savings and preserving their wealth. And now that things are starting to open, people are getting more comfortable. There is about to be a lot of spending, hence the inflation. Yardeni coined the term Roaring 2020s, and it will cause prices to go up and inflation to increase. But as long as productivity grows alongside of it, I believe the economy will be stable. Yeah. Another thing that brought up the cost of a lot of assets are supply chain issues. Chip shortages have plagued the economy for several months now. Labor prices continue to go up as more houses are being built. Houses are being sold and refinanced for above their market value as no one wants to keep their cash. As talks about inflation continue on, 
more and more people want to get rid of their cash and put it into more assets such as gold. Gold is supposed to go up from $1,800 to $2,000. Great points, Ethan. This brings me to the weekly market update that Rachel Poole publishes for Black Summit each Saturday, um, which outlines the movements of the market, political developments, and news for that week. This last Saturday, the weekly talks about how some states are starting to taper down on their unemployment benefits because people are choosing to not seek work and can make $32,000 a year simply from COVID-19 relief benefits. The United States is flooding with health wanted signs looking for people to work. I am hoping that in the next few months we can end the labor shortages now that more is opening up and more states are cutting down on their benefits. The Crossroads is one of my favorite things that Black Summit releases each month. Sometimes I find it difficult to keep up with all that is happening around the world, and this one commentary brings together major political and geoeconomic events together in one spot. One thing that I found interesting that was mentioned in both the Crossroads and the Weekly Update was how it mentioned new digital passports that the EU will allow people to travel freely if they are vaccinated, have recovered from the virus or tested negative in the last 72 hours. Something like this could really help smooth transitions and have people be more confident in traveling and feeling safe. Well, another article that I found interesting in the weekly was the U.S. had threatened a 25% tariff on roughly $2 billion worth of goods from Austria, India, Italy, Spain, Turkey, and the U.K., if the group fails to reach a multilateral solution on digital service taxes, then those tariffs will be implemented. The U.S. argued that the digital taxes levied in recent years have unfairly targeted U.S. tech firms like Google and Facebook, whereas firms that reside in those countries do not pay the same taxes. That's great, Ethan. I didn't read that article in the weekly. I'll have to go back and look more into um, digital taxes. But thanks for listening. This concludes Market Commentary with Black Summit. To learn more or to get in touch, visit our website, blacksummitfg.com, or our Facebook page, Black Summit Financial Group. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. The views mentioned do not reflect the views or opinions of Black Summit FG. Clients of Black Summit Financial Group may maintain positions in securities discussed in this podcast. We do not recommend any securities or options mentioned, nor is this a research report or investment advice.